Hello everybody, Michael Bedell with Best Paul Forward Dog Training, Tuesday, December 4th. And today, uh, this episode, I want to make all about confidence and exploring uh, what confidence is and trying to figure out, um, you know, how you become confident. Uh, and if nothing else changes around you, um, you know, how do you know you're going to be okay, right? If, if you are not confident, how can your dog be? Right? And then how will confidence improve your relationship with your dog? Or how will it improve your dog's behavior problems? Right? So that's what I want to explore is confidence. So the first thing I want to do is I want to take a look at what confidence is. And there's a few different definitions of confidence, but the one we're going to, we're going to use for today's episode um, is a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. Okay? So let's think about that for a second. So when we have a dog issue, a dog behavior problem, like let's say reactivity or aggression or not listening, um, you know, or just basics, right? Dog being nuts and mouthing us in play and that kind of thing. Do we in that moment feel confident that one, we have the, the answer or that uh, our dog will listen? Uh, do we have confidence in our ability to handle our dog? Even if training or obedience doesn't kick in, do we feel confident that our dog uh, that our, our handling skills can get us through the problem, right? Um, and if the answer is no, then, you know, in, in all realities, we shouldn't really be putting ourselves in those situations uh, because all that we're going to do is practice the problems that we don't want, right? And that's really important. Um, so, you know, a feeling of self-assurance, right? So if I put myself into an environment where... Um, you know, I'm not sure if dogs are going to appear out of nowhere or I'm not sure I'm going to be able to handle my dog if dogs do appear out of nowhere, then I definitely can't achieve self-assurance, right? Uh, because I'm not going to appreciate my ability or I'm not going to appreciate the qualities that the dog is going to display. Okay, that's really, really important. Um, however, if I'm focusing on putting myself in positions or places where I can uh, assure myself that my abilities are going to, to lead to the dog listening or to us enjoying our time together, um, or that I am going to be able to improve the qualities of my dog, uh, you know, improve on, then that's going to help me build my confidence, right? And for me, when, when I first started working with aggressive dogs, I, I was brimming with confidence um, more than I should have been. And uh, I rode my confidence uh, more than I did my training skill because my training skill wasn't uh, quite strong enough really to tackle the problems uh, that I was facing at the time and I had to learn very quickly. But my confidence got me through a lot. My confidence in my muscles, my confidence in my ability to handle the leash, my confidence in my ability to control distance between me and the dog that uh, might, you know, that my dog might aggress toward. Um, and so I rode that confidence as hard as I could. Uh, and I just remember always thinking to myself that uh, no matter what I do, I have to show this dog that I am confident in this situation, that I'm not afraid of that other dog, that I'm not going to get aggressive toward them or the other dog, 
and that they can rely on me to be even keel and show them what to do. And I can't express uh, how powerful that truly was because a lot of times, um, you know, without doing much training wise or obedience wise, the dogs would overcome their issues just because I was controlling distance and remaining calm and confident. And that's a very, very powerful thing to be able to do, okay? So how, how do we become confident? Well, it's simple, it's practice. Uh, it's practice practicing with our leash. Maybe it's just practicing with our leash skills with no dog attached. Just being able to quickly grab our leash and lock our leash into place. Or uh, maybe it's practicing, you know, uh, with our dog on leash turnarounds. You know, maybe it's practicing calling your dog's name and their head whipping around. Maybe it's practicing, um, you know, going out into environments where we know uh, we can control distance and our dog can see other dogs. Um, you know, knocking out five repetitions of our dog looking at us while they see other dogs and then going right back in. And then next time it's 10 repetitions and then going in. Next time it's 15 repetitions and then going back in. You're only going to become confident by handling your dog in situations uh, that can set you both up to succeed. If you're jumping into the deep end before you can do it, before you can succeed and you're going to fail or your dog gets attacked or um, you get scared or you lose control, that's going to hurt your confidence. That's going to take you the other way. Okay. And it's really important that you can become confident. For some people, it might even be that, that you have to go and handle someone else's dog who isn't reactive or who isn't aggressive so that you can learn to be confident with your skills before you handle your own dog, right? Kind of a crazy concept to think about, but, but the truth is um, that could be what you, what you need, you know, to achieve your success. So, you know, because you want to be able to answer that question that if, if my dog doesn't change, if nothing else changes, how do I know I'm going to be okay? If my dog's behavior problems does not get any better, do I have confidence in myself to handle this dog? Right? That's the answer you want to be able to answer. Because I've seen many trainers fail to help clients. Some of the best trainers out there. Uh, you know, and they don't talk about it. They're not going to advertise it. Because the popular belief is that you go to a trainer and the trainer solves your problem. Uh, the reality is, is that you go to a trainer to learn. To learn your skills. To hone your skills. To, to learn new abilities to um, yeah, make progress with your dog, but for you to become a better handler and a better trainer, all right? So that you can you know, set your, you, your team up for success. Because no trainer can live with you 24 seven. No trainer can be by your side or hand, hold the leash for you for your dog's entire life. That's just not, just not how it is, all right? So you have to view trainers almost like a martial arts instructor. They're there to, to teach you the movements, they're there to teach you the practice, but it's up to you to practice. It's up to you to hone your skills. It's up to you to take it to the next level. Don't go into dog training or training, training with the trainer with the mindset that this person's gonna fix my dog. Go into it with the mindset that I'm entering into the art of dog handling, the art of dog training, and I need to master this art or at least achieve a level that can get me to my dog's, uh, you know, the solution to my dog's behavior problems. Okay, that's how you need to approach it. And I think that that needs to be the more popular belief when working with a trainer. 
Um, if you're working with a behaviorist, all they're going to do is observe with you and tell you what they see. They're not there to they're not there to hold your hand or show you where to go for success, right? If you're working with a veterinarian, uh, you know maybe they know a little bit about training, maybe they don't, but they're probably going to recommend uh, medications because that's what their practice is, right? So when you're working with a trainer, it's almost like working with a martial art instructor, all right? That's the way you need to, to approach it because that's how you're going to answer that question that if nothing else changes with my dog, um, how do I know I'm going to be okay? And you're going to be okay because you've practiced what you need to practice uh, in order to be okay, all right? You've gained the confidence through your practice, all right, in order to be okay, okay? So... Uh, if, if you're not confident, if you are not confident now, ask yourself, how can my dog be confident? If I'm not confident handling the leash with my dog on the street, how can my dog possibly be confident in my ability to protect them, in my ability to make wise decisions, uh, in my ability to read how they're feeling, right? How, how is that possible? Uh, because whether you know it or not, um, if, you're, if your mind is in a state of fear or a state of uneasiness, and it doesn't smell the same as if your mind was in a place of confidence, okay? And so your dog has to either ignore the smell, accept the smell, um, or, you know, or react to the smell, right? Uh, and that reaction is going to go a couple ways. It's either going to go in, like, I'm going to protect my owner, or, or I need to take the lead, Right? and make these decisions because my owner can't, because they're not confident, and so I need to do this, uh, or they're going to get fearful too. And, you know, that's not always the worst thing, because a lot of times with fear will come flight, flight response. I need to run away instead of uh, confront, right? But if you're asking yourself that question of, if I'm not confident, how can my dog be? And you're out with, with your dog on leash in areas where you're feeling even less confident, Guide yourself to areas where you feel more confident and build on your confidence there and then start venturing out. But stay tuned to yourself. Am I confident right now? No? Okay, work where you are. All right, that is crucial. Don't get stuck in the fact that you need to walk two miles in one direction and walk two miles in another direction. You can walk four miles in the same spot if you want to. It might be boring as hell. However, it's keeping you safe. It's building your confidence. It's, it's wearing out your, you know, your muscles and your dog's muscles. It's getting all the things you need to get done, done. All right? And who knows what you're battling? You might be battling a lack of socialization at an early age. You might be battling um, issues that were from, you know, inside the womb when the mother was stressed out all the time and the puppies were being in, in gestation, right? Like, you might be battling all these issues that can be very difficult to overcome, right? So there's no sense in making your life harder, right? Just no sense. Um, and so I go into the next part of, you know, how will confidence improve your relationship with your dog? I, I think that's probably pretty straightforward. If, if you're confident in your actions, you're confident in your decisions, you're confident in your skills, it is going to be felt. It is going to be smelt, and it is going to be very apparent in the way you, you compose yourself, your body language, which your dog is reading all the time, is going to convey that message of confidence, that don't worry, I've got this, right? Uh, and that's, that's an important thing to have. And then what happens there is also clarity, 
right? When you become more confident, if you've been practicing your communication skills, then all of a sudden we're not repeating ourselves. We're not barking at our dogs, trying to say the same things over and over again, confusing them. And we are speaking from a place of confidence, right? And then if our dog doesn't respond, we already know what to do. We don't get wrapped up about it, right? We don't lose confidence or lose control. We just go right to our next skill, or our next ability, right? And so everything in your, your relationship with your dog becomes cleaner, becomes more clear, okay? And that's really vital. That is really vital when you're dealing with behavior problems, okay? Um, and so then in turn, it improves your dog's behavior problem because clarity is being achieved. And your dog all of a sudden starts to see a repetitive action take place and starts to get praised and rewarded instead of, you know, anger, frustration, shouting, punishment, right? Because they just can't figure out what, what possibly to do in the moment, right? And yes, it's okay to have an emotional response. It's okay to have an emotional reaction, both on your part and the dog's part. It is okay. But it's, it's especially critical that both beings can work through the emotion until the point that they can control their behaviors in response to the emotion, right? To the emotion. So that's how it's going to improve your behavior problems. Okay. And I would like to hear from you guys. I know uh, that podcasts are a very passive thing and very easy to just listen to and internalize. Um, but I challenge you to either, if you're, if you're catching this on Facebook and you know, you, you, that's where you click the link from, put some comments there on Facebook. If you're catching this on one of the podcasts, Anchor puts it out to so many different venues. I'm not even sure what happens if someone comments on one of those venues, but um, you know, comment, let me know, send me a message, seek me out. Um, let's talk about it. How do you become confident with your dog? Um, does this help? Does this information I'm giving you help you? I hope it does because I want you and your dogs to be successful. Um, I love my clients, the people, and I love the dogs. And so I put their safety and their success above everything else. Um, you actually, I, I put their relationship above everything else and then uh, their safety and success, obviously. But I think if you put the relationship first, that's where you're going to get the most growth. Okay. So reach out to me, Michael Bedell with Best Paw Forward Dog Training. We're here for you. Check us out on Best uh, on Facebook, Best Paw Forward PA, or you can go to our website, www.bestpawforwardinc.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will see you all soon.